Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznets, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This is episode 30, Lego City Undercover, a Lego game from Traveler's Tales that doesn't rely on an already existing franchise, allowing them to think up whatever their hearts desire with a world of their own filled with characters of their own creation. As a fan of the Lego games, this freedom had me very excited and I was looking forward to finally playing Lego City Undercover. However, almost immediately I regretted everything as I quickly learned that Lego City Undercover is boring rarely funny just like me and often tedious making for a game i wish ended 10 hours sooner than it did fyi it took me roughly 10 and a half hours to beat the game also fyi lego city undercover originally came out exclusively for wii u on march 18th 2013 before eventually making its way to other platforms and this is evident whilst playing as you regularly use a gamepad shaped tablet in game so where do i begin i guess i could start with what i liked about my time with lego city undercover but i find it hard trying to think of even one thing it runs well so there's that i guess the jokes are sometimes funny, but then again, there's a big problem with much of the humor, but I'll get to that shortly. I guess the most positive thing I can say is, when the game was over, I went around the city for an hour or so, collecting special bricks, constructing special builds, and just going around unlocking this and that, and I had a good enough time doing that because... In general, I find enjoyment in such monotonous behavior, though I don't think that's a ringing endorsement. With all that abundance of positivity out of the way, let's get to all the reasons why I didn't enjoy my time with LEGO City Undercover, or at least some of them. Earlier, I mentioned there being a big problem with the humor, and that problem is, even though the story and characters here are original, so much of the humor still relies on referential jokes and nods to pop culture and while I can enjoy the occasional reference, when that's all you have going for you, that's a problem. And I can't think of a single joke or moment or anything at all that was funny and not referencing something. When the only jokes that land are the ones referencing this or that, you're doing something wrong. And why I think referential humor is so problematic, even if I find some or even most of the jokes funny, is because referential humor only works if the person consuming the content gets the references. I can't speak to who the audience for LEGO games is with any kind of authority because I have no concrete data, but I imagine a large large chunk of LEGO game players are on the younger side because kids love LEGO and LEGO games are pretty simple and straightforward, perfect for kids, not to mention they're great games for parents to play with their kids. And if that's true, that kids make up a big chunk of the LEGO game audience, what does a kid get from a Goodfellas reference? What do they get from a Morgan Freeman joke? What do they get from all these capture references, including Columbo, a series slash character who I imagine few people, even my age, have bothered watching or know much about, even though it's a very good show and worth checking out if you've never seen it. Peter Falk is great in it. And then some of the references are just there to be there, like the Titanic reference in the very beginning that's just there to be there and isn't even that funny. Sure, a parent would find these amusing, and I guess that's who they're for, but the kids sitting next to them will just keep wondering why their parent is laughing when a prisoner doing a Morgan Freeman impression says he isn't free man after another prisoner asks them if they're free man. And then there's the Arnold Schwarzenegger references which are piled on thanks to a character at the construction site being essentially the man himself, impersonation and all. We got a get a job. <laughs> 
was a terrible impression. I can't do a Schwarzenegger impression, so at least I'll give the person doing it in the game a pat on the back for that. And I'll be back joke. A separate Terminator reference, a collateral damage reference, a six-day reference, a raw deal reference. What the hell kind of accent was that? A raw deal reference, a running man reference, and a twins reference. And there's probably some I missed, too. It was... In that moment that I wondered if Traveler's Tales was capable of being clever or if, because of all their time working with licenses, they've become overly fond of referential humor. Needless to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, I was not a fan of the referential humor, in large part because the game was rarely funny when not referencing something and that bothered me more than it would probably bother most. In fact, I'm sure most people will love all the references. But whatever, the humor not working for me would be fine if the game was fun to play, but it's not. It's often boring thanks to repetitive combat where you see the same few animations over and over again, tedious gameplay that finds you going back and forth between areas in order to get something done, and frequent obstacles that slow everything down just so you can use every disguise in your repertoire because you gain costumes over the course of the game that give you costume-specific powers, allowing you to access new areas and interact with new objects. The fireman can break down boarded-up doors with their fire axe and put out fires with their hose, not the one between their legs, which can be a real pain in the ass because trying to accurately shoot water onto a fire is way harder than it should be. The miner can bust rocks with their pickaxe and carry dynamite, the cop can arrest people and use a grappling hook, the thief can unlock safes, use a crowbar to open doors, and has a color gun which is capable of changing the properties of an object, like making a regular wall into a wall you can climb, the astronaut can teleport, double jump, and unlock Simon Says boxes, and so on. I never found it fun being forced to use all these costumes during the mission, and as I unlocked more and more, it just became more and more tedious. But the worst part of the gameplay has nothing to do with playing the missions, but in the act of getting to where you need to be in order to start a mission. This is because driving in LEGO City undercover sucks. Not only do a lot of the cars control like garbage, but there is no radio or music of any kind while you drive. Sure, if you're driving during a mission, you might get some mission-specific music. But if you're just driving to a mission starting point, which can take a few minutes, there's nothing and it's so unbelievably boring and it's so disappointing because the writing could have shined in some kind of talk show program. I think of stuff like Chatterbox from Grand Theft Auto 3 as a shining example of what can be done humor-wise with a radio station in games like this. But LEGO City Undercover has nothing which ends up making the long, slow, tedious road trips that much more boring. However, while I said the worst part of the gameplay had nothing to do with playing missions, I lied because some of the worst driving bits happen during missions. I'll only mention one, but I'm going to make you suffer along with me. During one mission, I had to ride a horse to the next location. The next location wasn't that close and the horse wasn't in a hurry, so I rode that horse for one hell of a long ass boring minute and sure, one minute may not seem like a long time, but when you have nothing but ambient sound to listen to, a minute can feel like an hour. And the thing is, there are so many moments like this and they add up when all is said and done. A minute here, a minute there, oh how it feels like I've been here for a year. So please, won't you just shoot me, my dear? Speaking of just shoot me, no, sadly there are no Just Shoot Me references in LEGO City Undercover. And with that said, sit back and enjoy this little horse ride. I'll be back <laughs> when it's done. Chase! My horse is stuck in reverse! And it doesn't have a head! And it has a really weird looking butt! 
You're sat facing backwards, Frank. Oh! That'd explain why he didn't like it when I fed him that apple! Thanks, Chase! See you at the farm! Now that that's out of the way, and I promise I will do no more Arnold Schwarzenegger references because they're so freaking bad, I can wait. I, I don't know what I can do, and I don't know what else to say because I don't want to just pile on and on and on about all the little moments that drove me nuts in this game. The driving is boring, and there's way too much of it. The in-game dialogue is repetitive and not funny, like when you chase after a fleeing suspect and always hear, stop or I will keep running after you every single time literally every single time the story is whatever and i already don't remember it you play as some cop chase i think and you return to the city because some dude on a lawnmower broke out of prison and is planning to take over the world or steal your girl or some shit like that it went in one air and out the other without making much of an impression honestly lego city undercover is the worst lego game i've played in a long time Maybe ever. Traveler's Tales Chance to Shine was something original, didn't come together, and if there's one good thing I can say, it's that this game helped me appreciate what Traveler's Tales does with all of their licensed games, which I've consistently had a blast with in the past. Speaking of blasts from the past, that movie is great, and Brendan Fraser is great, and you should watch it, and you should also watch George of the Jungle because it's also great, and it's finally on Blu-ray, exclusively available for Disney Movie Club members. Would you like my referral link? Leave me a comment or tweet at me and I'll give it to you. I'm just kidding. Unless you actually want it, then I will give it to you. Anyway, I still like most LEGO games. I just don't like this one. And with that said, I think it's time to bring this episode to an end. As always, I'm your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or the Pixelated Sausage podcast, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and watch them both there. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsr.com. Art.com. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. <laughs> hey Rex, you don't look very flushed with success. I, uh, ah, I thought you should get the arrest this time. You know what? You can have it, Chief. Some things are more important than work. Oh. Yeah, you're talking about video games, right? <laughs>